if you're trying to make any kind of meaningful, effective change in your life, well, you have come to the right place because that is what my expert guest and I are here to help you do. Welcome to We're Talking Shift. This is the podcast where all we do is talk shift because when we're stuck and need to rise to a challenge, make a health shift, a relationship or an emotional shift, well, the first thing we have to shift, my friends, is our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. I'm Lori Bischoff, and I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get busy. Good day, ladies and gents. Welcome back to We're Talking Shift. I'm Lori Bischoff, and today I get to have another riveting conversation with my favorite recurring guest. Yes, once again, I have the pleasure of stealing him away from the rest of the world for a brief spell to give you free verbal shots of truth serum to help you level up your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. So if you haven't guessed it by now, yes, it's Tommy John making his return to the Weird Talking Shift show for the eighth time. Now, longtime listeners, you already know TJ from the past seven episodes that we've done over the last two years now. I can't believe how much time has gone by. Right. Uh, Yeah. So you guys already know that Tommy John is a... Well, he's a he's a medical license burning renegade, a a once upon a time doctor gone rogue who who <laughs> meditates by the sea, uh, roams his neighborhood shirtless, drinking quote not plain fucking water, and in his own charming but totally in your face way, teaches people how to take control of their health, which is of course what we will be talking about again today. So. <laughs> Without further ado, welcome back to the shift show, my friend. What an intro. You you're getting I said this last time, you're getting really, really, really good at this. Like, <laughs> thank, holy thank, shit. Thank you. But I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's chemistry or what, but you're the only one that I like get really colorful for. I don't I don't know why. It's, it's fantastic. Just, yeah. I'm serious. This is impressive. I love it. Thank, Thank you, you Lori. I thank you for having me, of course. Oh, hey, uh, does the eighth visit get some sort of a jacket or a tiara for men or a tiara? What are we thinking? Tiara you know, for men. I, I, it might clash with your glasses, though. So I don't know. Too much okay. going on, maybe? Uh, I got but you. Something. I'll, something. I'll come up with like something. Like a medal or, or, yeah, some sort of a hand woven bracelet, something that has like eight, eight stones eight. on it or something. Right. I okay. think so. And, um, and something with eight because. You know, there's going to be mystical powers in that, and you're going to want to definitely have that on every time you go meditate by the sea to make sure you can make your divine connection, because without it, you may not be able to. So That's right. Say, you know, those, those tokens and talismans are very important. Uh, okay, on with it. So um, let's see. I, I'm thinking of starting out. I literally have notes all over my desk because there's always a million things I want to dive into with you. Uh, I, I'm going to try to have some sort of order, but eh, we'll just bounce around. Um, the easier we make things for ourselves, right? The less capable uh, we become. Yeah. And I think that maybe, um, you know, that's a, that's probably a good place to start because. Sure. In your opinion, which I've heard you say this, maybe it was on your podcast recently with your buddy Vlad. Yeah. Vladimir. I don't know where to look. The camera, do I look to over here? Yeah. Do I look up there? You got he's, it. You got him down. That's fantastic. He's, he's charming. Um, yes, he is. 
<laughs> so, so anyway, you were saying, you know, in your opinion, and I agree that like humanity, or at least in this country, uh, we seem to be at our lowest level of, of evolution, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, nourishment, connectivity. I mean, just about in every way you can imagine, other yeah. than technology, we seem to be right. going backwards, right? Um, like over the, for the past 50 years, which, which I was, I'm thinking about that. I've been thinking about this a lot lately too, because 50 years ago, I was 10. And when I think back to when I was a kid, uh, I don't recall ever seeing so much lack of activity for the average person. Right. I don't recall ever seeing an overweight kid in school even. And if right. there was, there was like one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And very few overweight uh, adults. Um, but now this is like the dominant state of the masses, right? The physical sure. state, kids and adults. Um, so. Do you think that there is like one main reason for this or is it like a multitude of factors, you know, nutrition, effects, side effects of all the medicine people are taking, um, people just got lazy? Yeah, right. I know we, we'd always love to find that the silver bullet, right? And I, I, I'd love to, to personally find it so that I could streamline something for somebody to change their life. Like I'd give anything to have just this one thing that I could send to people and be like, hey, here, go. Yeah. Change your life, done. Um, but, and people think, and it's the way I present it, I'm trying to get a hold of them and I'm trying to get their attention. I was a little softer, believe it or not, earlier in my career and it didn't work. You know, when I was trying to tell people in a, in a in a different way, and it just didn't work. And when I've, I'm so alarmed, and so uh, I could let it get me upset. I'm totally fine because my reality is amazing. And and so it's but when I'm working with people, I'm just like, God damn. Or I see kids, or I see that's the part that I'm like, ah, oh, all right, I got to speak up here. Like I have to say something because I could totally keep my mouth shut and go my own way and I'm going to do really well because mm -hmm. I, I, that's what I accept. That's what I create. I, it's not going to be yeah. okay for me tomorrow not to get better. That's me. But I need to try to make my paradise is always here. It's always heaven here. Like I've made it this way. And if it's not, I'm going to try to figure out a way to do it because I freaking love myself so much and this experience so much and anybody I get to encounter so much that I want it to be better and more i want more so i'm trying to get people to understand that and that's like vladi and i he's been in it longer than i people think that i'm like i don't like humanity because of the way i speak i'm like i i love everything we get the opportunity to do i love what the human connectivity is on the earth plane like what we all get to experience i absolutely adore it so much that I'm willing to put up my brand, my title, my name, my all this stuff for that. Like I truly, for this experience, will give it all up. Here we go. Um, yeah. And when we say complete de-evolution, I truly mean, like I've seen it. It's not me picking on people. It's like, oh my God, what is going on to the, the evolution of mankind? Mm -hmm. And so we have seen it clinically, clinically around and I'm not the only one, Vladi's not the only one. I've got people worldwide. I'm like, what are you guys seeing? 
what are you girls seeing out there? And they're telling me the same thing. So it's confirmed worldwide. It's not an American thing, although I'd like to think it would be just isolated to our country, but we're infecting everybody else with our our yes. ways because we're so right. amazing and we're so above everybody else. This is just, everyone wants to be like us. And I, I it's sad really, because I don't think we're doing well. Um, no. No. So as far as the single thing, Vladi and I have pondered this. We've talked and it's like, because we're trying, people always go, just just hit me with the high points, CJ. Even when I produce, uh, published my book, I had 30 seconds on certain broadcasts. So, so what's the solution, TJ? And it's like, what? Do you have like an eight hour episode? Like, what do you mean, what's the solution? In 30 seconds, a sound bite? Holy yeah. shit, okay. And then I started thinking, I'm like, what is the sound bite? And I talked to Rita Rogers about this, like what is, a lot of other things become very clear. If I could say one thing, a lot of other things become very clear. We always want to say, what's the diet? What's the plan? <clears throat> what's the right time to meditate? What's the right place? Where should I live? What should I drink? Who should I be with? Who should I follow? What should I wear? What clothes should I wear? What kind of computer should I get? What glasses are those TJ? What are your shoes you wear? Like it's a, it's a life in a box. Basically it's like what they want, right? They want the life in the box to be able, I made a joke, uh, tell me how to live so that I can type hashtag living my best life. Yeah. You know, can you tell me how to live a life so that they I want can a paint by numbers program that they can follow. Living... <laughs> right. And so it's, it's a, it's a life in a box, check the box type of a deal and it just never works. So I'm looking at it and here's my, here's my just unvarnished. <clears throat> if we could reduce it down to one thing, in my opinion, um, when I look at the, I don't even call them choices anymore, Laura. I think we touched upon this. Like, I don't have, I don't make choices. I just see a direction. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not sitting there weighing like, ooh, do I really want to hang out with this person or do I not? Do I really want to live here or do I not? Do I really want to read that or do I, do I really want to listen to that? Do I really want to taste that? Do I really want to spend time on this? Do I really want to do this for a living? Do I? It's just yes, 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 because it's so freaking clear because I'm working so hard to make sure that I know why I'm doing yes. things. Yes. Like my and intention and my yeah. reasoning is so freaking strong behind every action that I take mm -hmm. that there aren't choices. Right. Because if it doesn't fit that reasoning, it's not even an option anymore. Yeah. And so yeah. that's where I think we've lost. Our values and beliefs are gone. They're they're gone. Nobody knows one, what they believe in for themselves to what do you value based on that? And I know we've been saying this, like a lot of people have been saying this, like truly ask anybody why they do anything. And it's because Dispenza said so, or it's because I read it on a thing, or it's because I saw so-and-so or TJ does it, or Lori does it, or Cassie does it. Like what, why are you doing that? Where if you go to the people who truly are living by this, not the people that pose it on Instagram and do filters and do all this shit, and then behind the scenes they're falling apart. I'm talking like true, true, true people walking their line, embodying their philosophy and living it, not just talking it and selling it. When you see that, and if you were to stop me at any point in my life and go, why are you doing that, TJ? I will have an absolute list, a reason huge reason behind it and there's going to be a mad emotion behind it like a yeah. deep deep rooted reasoning behind oh here's why yeah. you will never see me doing something where it's like i don't know or or yeah. literally I, I heard i heard it's healthy no 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 no. it's got to be something more major like why are you wearing those glasses well 
there's blue light coming off the screen. I want to try to minimize as much unnatural light as possible because my endocrine system's getting jacked up. And that's why I see the sun first thing in the morning. And before I go to bed, that's what I do. Like that light will throw off my rhythms and my rhythms thrown off, my sleep's thrown off, my hunger's thrown off, my repairs thrown off, my immune. That is why I'm wearing these glasses. Ask me anything else. Why are you wearing those shoes? I got Sinux. Lori, you you know what I mean? Why do you order from Wallace Farms? Like, I've got all these reasons. We don't have reasons anymore. We don't have reason to do anything. And I think that I I feel like I agree Mm -hmm. with all of that. That's so true. And the reasons, though, the reasons, those are the reasons. The one reason, like for me, that those are the reasons that you do the things you do. There's like two two main things. The one main thing is because I know how I want to show up, I know how I want to be and think and act and feel and behave when I'm in my oldest years. I know how I want to be and I can't wait till I get there to figure it out. So there's things I have to do now and be aware of now and feel and do and think now in order to be that person with those capabilities when I get there. So if my target age is 112, which it is, then I want to show up being as close to where I am right now, not degraded, not not sick, not diseased, not afraid I'm going to fall and break a hip, which, you know, if that happened when I was 70, I wouldn't make it probably past 72 because that's what happens, right? And so that's the main thing. I know where I'm going. Like you said, I know what the, I know what the, the goal is to be capable. And then also besides the future thinking, um, vision is and how do i want to feel right now i I want to feel fucking awesome in my body in my mind my spiritual connection right now yeah because maybe i'll be hit by a bus tomorrow i don't know but right now i'm gonna feel amazing right right now i'm gonna do everything that i know to do for me that works for me that makes me feel like 100 percent as much as possible and then, yeah. then the other things, then it's really easy because you know, as you said, there aren't any choices. They're not, the other things that don't support that don't factor in at all. They're, they're, right. You don't have to have a, a negotiation in your mind about, is that right? Is that wrong? Should I, shouldn't I? Is it good? Is it bad? Does so-and-so do it? Does so-and-so say, so na- say not to do it? Right. And I think that that's it. And I think it's interesting, though, to point out, you point out a lot of people who are doing amazing things. I mean, I'm a fan of Joe Dispenza's work. I'm a totally. huge fan of Bruce Lipton's work. All of, you oh, know, yeah. some of these people that like totally, totally educated me and opened up my mind to more levels of thinking and understanding and awareness. But I understand what you're saying about people rather than taking in the information and then assimilating it in a way that works for them they're just looking again for that sort of paint by numbers just tell me what to do so i don't have to figure it out myself and hopefully that will they want a cookie cutter blueprint plan and they don't want to give up much and they don't want to they don't want to do much too much uncomfortable altering right no so Back, back to um, are we too comfortable, right? Um, and, the, and the more, the, the easier you make things for yourself, the less capable you become. Sure. And so I want to say go. I want to say something too because we talked about blood. Um, so a, a guy reached out to me. He's a doctor, a chiropractic, I think, um, and values what I do. Got my book, this and this. Wants to talk on a Zoom to consult 
and Cassie will get the same thing. They want mentorship. They want to know like, what, what are all the books you read to get you to where you are today? What are all the, and, and so I flat out just said, and I was not joking in the slightest. I said, okay, um, go through the books, perform each program for a year, at least a year, see what your body tells you. Go to the acknowledgement sections, the names that I mentioned in the acknowledgement sections, go read their material apply what they suggest or or experience for at least a year then i want you to uh uh go ahead and oh oh listen to the podcast like because i put out all this information already like all the details all the things you need tear those apart devour them if you see some example there that you're going to test test it for around a year and see what your body does Nobody does this. Everybody will do two, three weeks, three months, maybe three months. And then they're like, oh, why didn't it change? Three months? Minimum? Vladi and I were resting. uh, Vladi and I would test things over. We test these theories. We test all this stuff that we heard in soft tissue injury and training. And we'd give it around six months to a year. And that was us. Now he's full blown like year. Year minimum because we're so far gone. But when you say this to people, especially aspiring practitioners, they're like, what? Even the practitioners, that's too long of a time. It's taken me 21, 20 plus years here, and I'm just learning. I'm just becoming a student. So again, they want this like simple, easy, quick, and and there isn't one, but that's fine. You can read Joe Dispenza. You can go to his little weekend getaway, but you damn well better apply that for about 12 months before you come back and say, Joe's stuff works or doesn't work. Right. Because I guarantee you it's not going to work. And then you're going to trash Joe and say, oh, Joe's stuff. Joe didn't invent anything. Are you kidding me? Everything's already been here. Nobody's right. creating something new. We're just trying to package it differently and name it differently. The principles are the principles of the principles. But nobody gives them enough time for the body. Like, what if you gave it 11 months and two weeks? And the thing was going to happen at 11 months, two weeks and two days. And you stopped then. Really, is that that much of an investment in the span of your entire life to do this? Since you're going to do this for life anyway, because it's right. like, how long do I have to do this? And then when do I stop? What are you talking about? When do you stop? You don't ever stop. This is ongoing. And I'll have people come back from injury. And when they're done, they're like, OK, TJ, so now what? Now you begin. You're no longer in a state of pain. You're functioning higher than you were. Now we can actually do what I wanted you to do. But I needed you to go through the prep school called injury. But you weren't. You were doing basic minimal to get you back to a normal state of function, like basic, basic human function. Now we are going to go to school. Now Mm -hmm. you are going to go hard into this thing. And they're like, oh, because now you have the tools, capacity and foundation that you can actually handle this stuff that I was going to tell you. If I told you these things eight months ago, there's no way it's speaking you know english to a monkey that i mean it just doesn't even have it right it's right, right. To, it doesn't so that that's what we got now people are yeah. reaching out like, hey can i mentor you um can you be a mentor of mine no um i don't do that uh, i'm i'm a mentor and just how i live and what i'm sharing but you need yeah. to really dive into this and get the practitioners aren't getting uncomfortable the practitioners aren't putting their skin in it they're not getting calloused they're not getting cut and bruised and blistered. And that's truly the school that they need to go to. They're trying, functional medicine had an ad on Facebook, get functional medicine certified in less time than, I'm just like, my God, this stuff, 
is falling apart and falling. And this is the holistic side. And I've said this and I've said yeah. this. So it, it's again, this whole thing that when you're talking about Vladimir, if you hear V, he'd be a great interview, by the way. Um, but oh, that'd be we, fun. We will, he, he's literally said now, because we used to give the benefit of the doubt. And that's why I said, uh, because we've gotten so bad, now we have to alter our numbers. Like to what, how much it takes for me to create changes because I'm living amongst the earth dwellers that are going and we're not doing well. So I'm going to have to raise mine and put mine more because to evolve in the state now, I have to do more. And mm -hmm. I have to be lasered and smarter than I did 20 years ago because it's a completely different level. Even my yeah. neighbors or anybody walking through the door, they're affecting me. Just like you and I doing our work, we're affecting others positively. Right. And right. so I'd say minimum a year to see truly what did that do to you? So we yeah. have the people saying, you don't drink plain fucking water, TJ. Okay, what do I do then? I don't know. <laughs> Find something that's not water and see what your body does in 11 months, 12 months. Just yes. see, just watch. And then you did. You read the only book we, really, we need to read, which is personal experience. And that's it. It's the greatest research study you've got going, your life. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how um, I, I have the same conversation too with with clients. They've been, you know, they they've found themselves in this state, um, this state of being physically, emotionally, yeah. all the stuff, and they're you know in their thirties, forties, whatever, and and then I have to explain to them that you know it's 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 a it's a new practice, and think about this. You're, you've been practicing the way you are right now for however old you are. If you're 40 years old, you've been practicing for 40 years. So now you're really good at being exactly how you are right now. So you have to consider that you can't, you can't make the kind of change that you want to make and evolve the way you want to evolve over the course of a weekend or a month or a lot of times a year but you can but you gotta have you gotta practice that new way just like you've been unconsciously practicing the way that you have been and now here's your result look how good you are at being you yeah. so consider the timing uh it's so interesting and i would love to talk to to vlad uh someday he's, he's good yeah 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 plus i love his accent so there's that uh, I know. <laughs> every every now and then just between us, I have my husband talking a Russian accent. There you go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Let's drink it. vodka. <laughs> I love it. Some with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, I digress. So I right. think it's <laughs> so I think it's interesting though, um, what you said about how you know prior to like over the last few years or when you really started to get more active on social media you were kind of a more softer kinder delivery um and it sure. just doesn't you know it just doesn't land or it's just not as effective um and yeah. so uh because i've i've noticed you know i've i've been aware of you and we've been um you know connected now for two years if you can believe it um and uh so i've i've noticed this evolution in your delivery <laughs> yeah. and which, which I think is, which I think is fantastic, and I, and I have to wonder though. Um, I mean, I don't even have to wonder because I already know. But it's like so many people are going to look at, read the things, 
or listen to the things that you're putting out and they're going to be freaking insulted, right? Yep. They're going to be, you know, they, because it, it appears, it comes off if they don't know, understand your, your intention, which I think is yep. the biggest part of it, you know, then, then it's going to come off as uh, being condemned and insulted. And, sure. you know, as a, as a coach and a nutritionist, I don't take it that way because I know what your intention is and I know what I'm sure. all about and I know what I do. So I don't have to worry about that. But I I can understand how people must, um, you must get a lot of pushback about, you know, how can you say that, you know, I'll refer yeah. to all of these alternative practitioners or methodologies or whatever. And so how do you, or do you, I mean, I've seen some of your responses and do you, do they get it? Does it click or do they just like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to come to TJ's party anymore because I'm not welcome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, and so that's the thing, right? Like the ones that I'm speaking to are the ones that get offended. And if we're talking about practitioners, right? If we're talking about the health coaches, like it's yeah. when I say like, don't comment on my post saying what you do for a profession. Nobody cares what you do and you shouldn't have to tell people what you do. If you're living it, People are going to know you have something that you have. They're going to they're going to want what you have. But we love telling people, I'm a trauma informed coach. I'm a health coach. I'm a trainer. I'm a I agree with what you're saying. Just say you agree or don't, because actually the people that are doing it and get it and are going, they would never comment on a post. They would never even be on the thing in the first place. They'd just be doing it. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah, TJ, I totally get it. Or they're like, God dang, this guy. He really, something's aggravating me. What's going on? And that's what I'll get messages from. People will be like, I blocked you initially. I came back because I kept thinking about the things you were saying. They just reverberated in my head, came back, and I literally canceled my, I, I dropped my massage therapy license. I'm doing this, this, and this instead because I was literally a part of this whole passive treatment, making people feel better, and I wasn't doing well. And you were the only one that spoke the way you spoke. Everybody else told me all these different ways to sell people something that they didn't need. Or it was a trainer or a rehab specialist or a PT or all these other people. I'm like, that's that's why I'm speaking the way I'm speaking. I want some of these people not to have access to my stuff anymore. You have access, which I'm putting it out for you to then change because I've seen it. I'm getting the ripple effect of what you're doing out there. And it's not pretty and it's getting worse. And for me to untie with people the knotted shoes because everybody's got to be a health coach and everybody has to be a trauma person, everybody has to be a guide and everybody has to be a guru in some way. And now it's open up because of 2020, everybody's got to be a health something. It's like, Jesus, we just need healthy people, not jobs in health. We just need healthy citizens of the earth. That's what we need. Um, and so when it goes, literally the reason I'm doing it is for the, if you're triggered and you're turned off, that that's who I want out. You're gone because the same thing happened to me when I was coming up, harsh coaching, truth, brutality, like just straight up, tell me what I need to do. Uh, TJ, you were awful tonight. You did this, this, and this, get better. Or you're out of here. Thank you. Got it going. You don't have to tell me that I'm great and tell me that I like my, like what you had the one good shot, but then no, just, Tell me straight up what's going on. Um, and now we're at such a critical mass because I've seen that. Like, there's no more tomorrow because everybody innocently is like, I don't understand. I'm just selling this and I'm helping people. I'm helping you. But you're not helping people. You're disconnecting them from self. And down the line, 
they are so much worse than if nobody was there for them and they truly had to bottom out and go inside and then figure it out nine months earlier or three years earlier or six years earlier. The shit you see who's like, I've hired this, 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 and you're like, oh my God. You can only see that so many thousands of times where you see the fallout of the health coach, of the trauma coach, of the nutritionist, of the guru, of the movement specialist, of all the stuff I'm talking about. I've seen it get so much worse than before when nobody had the profession. And so that's why I'm like, I have to say something right now with the state of urgency that is no tomorrow. So when I'm speaking how I'm speaking, if somebody's upset, one, why the hell are you even on social media reading my shit anyway? Go practice in yourself or go heal yourself if you're so upset. Like, what? how does my post upset you? Like, do the work, go do you, and then all of a sudden you'll see. Or leave, get out of here, but you've got so much work to do, and that's the thing I've seen so much of this fallout that doesn't just come from allopathy. Like everybody thinks that, that side's so far gone and yeah. worse, and they have so much protection to be able to do so much more. But the other side is like, but I am helping people, but you're not. And if you realize this, mm -hmm. what happens, the more hands that are in their cookie jar, and if you've seen what happens, and then you've seen the critical nature that people are coming when they hire the gurus when they hire all the it's like what's worse getting all your organs cut out getting radiated getting injected getting whatever and they're just like do the best you can or you're on every supplement in the world that has you not digesting food you haven't shit solid in three years but you're on some fucking juice plan you have no idea on movement because you don't know what movement is because everything's arthritic because you've been doing all this shit not for the reasons of beauty that is movement you're sleeping on a schedule has nothing to do with you you've got all these gadgets and hacks around your you've changed nothing about your life you're with the same partner you have no like holy shit and now you're at wait this is like tons and tons and tons of layer of stuff this it's like both sides heal in my opinion when it, for just in my world just soft tissue injury performance to stay in me the eat the ones that heal themselves in the most effective fashion are the ones that either totally bottomed out from both sides so we have to hit bottom of some kind or got no help at all Mm. zero help and just sat with themselves you see this for 20 something years <laughs> and everybody's just like shouldn't every i'm just everybody's trying to help i get it but are you helping because yeah. if you were truly just trying to help you wouldn't get upset when i'm saying drop your certification you'd be like actually i'm just gonna live this way and if people want access i'll i'll just but everyone's trying to find a way to make everybody a client and everybody a fucking partner and everybody a, a ambassador and everybody a thing. I'm like, God damn, we're not any better on yeah. that side. And yeah, that's only yeah. getting more and more and more. And so I've just seen those things. The trends of the people that heal are the ones that bottom out or have gotten no help whatsoever. And that's, mm -hmm. that's when you see that enough times, it's like, oh my God, damn, this is gonna be good. And then the ones that have gotten no help you can have them rewire their brain and, and story in no time. They just get it and go. And again, I'm not saying everybody's going to be like, well, aren't you a practitioner? You, you're getting benefit from these people coming in. No, I'm getting them to take their stuff and 
leave. And in my yeah. in my I, stuff, I don't ever want to see them again. And right. they're very and clear on that. You know I what I mean? I think that that's, yeah, that's such a key, key point because, uh, you know, to your point, the the mm-hmm. whole alternative, holistic side of things, mm-hmm. like everything else that's good has been hijacked. So, yeah. so, so there's that. And everyone is wanting to turn their idea of how they can uh, save you into a business. And, yes. and so um, I'll save you, you know, my program will save you, my course will save you, my, my products will save you. Um, and how can I turn that into a business? So then you have the business savvy people who go all these all of these coaches and and alternative practitioners all need to can't figure out how to actually make money saving people so the savvy business people come in and go i'll teach them how to sell their shit okay so then there's that so now we're into just the business of saving people and you know right and and you know we have so many well-intentioned people but we have a lot of well-intentioned people that haven't figured out how to um, help themselves very well yet trying to trying to help other people and i get you know we have to have for me um you know i you have to have a somebody that really says like i really need some help great i gotta find a point of entry for that person where's where's the point of entry that gets gets to them and then help them learn how to help themselves. And I think that's the the difference is helping people is one thing, but not to the, de- but, but you, if you, if you miss the part about now I'm going to help you learn how to do this yourself so that you aren't reliant on anyone else, me or anybody else, because it is all an inner thing. Everything starts with what's going on in your belief system, you know, in what you think is possible for you. And, an understanding of what your body is capable of. And so it's, it's, it's disappointing to scroll through social media and see what's happening. And what happens then too, is it actually, the people that are really good at doing what they're doing and are truly helping people learn how to help themselves, uh, they kind of get tarnished in the you know, in the, in the backwash of what everyone that really doesn't understand what the bigger picture should be. So everybody sort of gets a bad name unless you're just, you know, willing to do your thing and not worry about it. You just can't worry about it. And I think that that's one of the things that's so interesting about what you do is you just don't, you just do your thing and you don't worry about it. Um, I, I want to, I want to take a minute because I, I feel like, and I picked this up from you, that, you know, the spiritual aspect of cultivating your health and the way you are moving through the world is such a f- foundational aspect. Explain, if you will, what role that plays for you. Oh, God. Uh, so this coming from somebody who was, who with three other siblings would be as quiet as we could be Sunday morning. So we wouldn't wake up our parents so that they wouldn't come in and say, get ready for church. And so we'd be literally be sitting there dead quiet and then would go the whole concept of church and religion. It was very, we were, we were forced into it, forced, Mm. baptized, all this stuff. Right. And so it was just a very, it just didn't make sense to me. It didn't feel comfortable to me. Um, from, uh, so what is, 
like what do I believe it is you know and I even went and I had some relationships where I would go into certain uh buildings of faith be, just to support them and, and I wasn't yeah. above it or anything I was like well okay this is very important for you I just want to I'll be with you in your center of faith and when I'd sit there it was all just a sh- kind of a show um a lot of the stuff going on it just never sat sank in to the this is the deepest level of us and and this is how it is right now it just never made sense to me and then when I had the most profound spiritual experience of my life uh I don't know if I told you this. I said it on a podcast where I was moving to California and I got lost in the desert. Did I tell you that story? Oh, I don't think I heard. I don't recall hearing the lost in the desert story. So, I mean, it's a long story, but it it, it literally hands down. Uh, I was in the Canyonlands, the Needles portion of the Canyonlands. If anybody's been there, it's gorgeous. If you haven't been there, just check out the pictures of this thing. The Needles portion of Canyonlands in Utah. And... I checked in at the ranger station and, and I'm coming from Chicago and I'm, I'm, I'm able. So she's like, are you a good hiker? I'm like, I can, I'm good. Like I, I'm, I'm able to handle stuff. And she's like, okay, well stay on the trail, be out by sunset, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking trail thinking, well, I get to the needles portion of Canyonlands and it's just this open, I've never felt so free. I was like a caged dog, just like let out. And the dog just like goes eight, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm literally, well, the trail's marked by stacked rocks, the trail markers, you know? So it's not like a trail. It's right. just stacked rocks on top of a whole bunch of other stacked rocks. <laughs> so I didn't take this into consideration. So I'm like climbing things and I can't believe I can just go and nobody's gonna stop me. And I'm climbing and rooting through caves and going through these narrow things. And I'm like, oh my God, like I felt so free. And I'm plus I'm moving to California and I'm doing this new thing on my own. So it's just this whole situation was so powerful for me. Well, I'm like, forget where I am now. Now I'm looking around. I'm like, wait, where's the trail? Sun is setting. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I have no idea. And it's like hundreds of thousands of acres of land and there's nobody around. So I'm looking around and I'm trying to see. So I'm like, okay, go to the highest point. So I go to the highest point and I see an ATV trail way, 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 way over in this like dry grass. All right, that's man-made. So I jump down, go over there. Like 40 minutes later, I finally get to it and I'm following it. So then I come to a T and there's a sign and it says Elephant Shoe Trail, I believe, or Elephant Shoe Parking Lot, eight miles left. Well, that's where my car is. Well, eight miles the sun's setting and now I'm like, okay, this is gonna be close, but I got it. If I can stay on this ATV trail, I could follow this guy all night. Right. So I'm going and then it comes to another T with no signs. And I'm like, Great. wait, shit. So now I'm trying to like feel and I like go right and I get like 30 minutes right. And I'm like, this doesn't, I've never seen this. So I turn around, <laughs> I'm so exhausted. I'm three liters of water in uh, sugar and salt water because I add sugar and salt packets to, to like bottled right. water, you know? I had right. three apples. Um, all those are done. It's now like 10 o'clock at night. I, I know because my phone's dying because I was taking videos and pictures. I'm like trying to light the ground. The phone dies. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm walking. Now the ATV trail turns into stone. And now I have no idea where to go. And I'm feeling on the ground and trying. There's no moon. There's no moon, by the way. What the so heck? All the elements are lit up. So I'm physically exhausted. 
there's no moon i've yelled out help like i've tried to call for help and the desert just swallows your voice so it was all these realizations of i might i might not make it like i don't really know where i'm at i've never been in this environment i don't feel strong because i'm so fatigued so you don't feel able so right. you've lost all the protection that would be ego and all this stuff i am now hunched over because i can't stand up straight because my hip flexors are spasming because my glutes are failing so everything's bringing me down to fetal and i know this because i've been there from a physical standpoint but this is like mental emotional everything and i'm crying crying like bawling like <laughs> like wow what? and then i'm like okay okay what did Bear Grylls do in every episode? What did Les Stroud do in, in Survivor Man? What did Tom Hanks do? What did all, I'm like going through my Rolodex of survival movies and all <laughs> movies. that. <laughs> exactly, right? Because that's like my, where I get my information. And so I'm like, okay, I need to find, oh, I'm walking and there was this little strip that I could faintly make out in the in the rock. And so I step over the crack and it drops like, like a foot and a half and I hyperextend my leg and I fell and I'm like you know what I laid there I don't have the strength if I survive if I fall like if I survive a fall you survive because you have this grit and resilience to force mm -hmm. I don't have the basic protection now because I'm I'm totally totally wiped yeah. I've been here for 12 13 hours in the desert sun in August okay Jesus. so I am stripped so now I'm like, well, what's worse, being lost or being lost with a broken leg? So now I'm like, I need to just find a place and just stay there. So I I'm like, where would you sit where there's no scorpions, rattlesnakes, or black widows? Maybe the top of a rock. That's what I thought. So I'm feeling around. I get on top of a rock. I tuck my sweatshirt in, zip it up to my neck so nothing would crawl up my back. And I lay on my back with my hands over me, and I pass out. And I wake up in the middle of the night and there's this tree to the left of me and it's a figure. And my brother had passed in 2010, this is 2015. So I'm looking at this figure and I start asking it questions verbally, I'm speaking out loud. I know it's a tree, but I also think it's something different. And I go, do you know where my car is? And the figure, which was a tree, goes, I know exactly where your car is, I'll show you where it is in the morning. And I said, I don't have any water. Do you have any water? Because if we have to go a long time, I'm not going to make it. You won't need water. Don't worry about it. You'll ride my pegs tomorrow on the way to your car. Do you know what pegs are, Lori? You remember uh, the pegs like... on bikes? Yeah, yeah. On bikes where you would jump up on the back of a bike. Yeah. So that was like my brothers and I. We had this back in New Jersey way, way back in the day. And I'm like, pegs? Who? And then I asked him, I'm like, are you in music at all? Because my brother was in Les Mis on Broadway and, and he was a professional uh, singer. And, and I didn't want to ask him if he was my brother because I didn't want him to get scared. Like that was my thought. So I was like, are you in music at all? And, and he's like, I am. And I was like, could you help my friend? Because my friend was a singer. And I was like, and no, no comment. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, laying on my stomach now i'm sleeping i'm spread out the moon's coming up on the horizon like everything now is like good i feel good wake up in the morning sun to sunrise i get up i look at the tree i'm like ha, and i laugh at the tree because i had a conversation with this tree i go to the bathroom i pee real quickly and i'm looking around and i'm like uh maybe right over there and i'm just like i don't know so i go down this one little path 
10 yards down my car. Oh my God. So I start bawling again because I cannot believe, I can't believe what, what it, and so I get down to my car and I had this whole thing. I had accepted that I'm not making it. I had totally come to terms with, you know what? <laughs> if I can't, I'm good. Like this was good. I had this experience, this spiritual experience. So again, was it, did it happen in a, in a building? Did it, not saying it can't, but the, the most I've ever felt spiritually connected to what I believe is, is the essence of spirit. It's been in nature. Mm -hmm. It's been by the ocean, watching pelicans surf the waves, watching a sunset or sunrise in the desert, uh, in Idlewild, in the forest. It's watching like the, the intelligence in a ladybug's coat or, mm -hmm. or a, a caterpillar molting the, the, uh, the monarchs, I believe, the gold, the green with mm -hmm. the gold leafing, like just yeah. that Nature. stuff moves me so much exactly to where I've been presented with God and religion and Christianity and some others. Like I have, I have been presented it. Mm -hmm. Nothing makes more sense to me than that. And in, in all honesty, that's the biggest thing. In, in everything, like that's the basis of everything I've got. Am I doing it for that? No, of course not, I'm doing it for me. But that is in me and I'm in that. And it's this nice loop that yeah. if you pan out enough, you see the ocean and the storms, it looks like an immune response to a big, big network of, of living tissue. And if you zoom into me enough, it looks like an ocean. And yeah. it looks like a, a wave and a title. I'm like, yeah. are we any different if we zoom out, zoom in? I just think it's this one big connected thing that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And if, and so here's the thing: if I if I can truly, if I'm doing what I feel like I do, being the being the most ideal version of me, that somehow I'm affecting in this web positively, and if the Earth is looking at us as a bunch of bacteria. I, I hope it sees me as a probiotic <laughs> and it and it keeps me here because <laughs> I kind of like this ride. I kind of like this existence. I dig it. I can't wait for whatever else is coming next. Like I'm totally down. Um, but I'm just going to try to make sure like I'm a probiotic in the whole mix <laughs> and yeah, do yeah. my part and, and try to it. make these connections and be astounded along the way because I truly am like mouth open. Like, how are we bored with sunsets? How Never. are we bored with moving? How are you bored with food? How are you bored with a conversation about what, I, like, how do you get bored with everything we get to experience? Holy shit. I know. I don't get it either. I don't get it. I, yeah, every, every sunrise, every sunset, it's like seeing it for the first time. Every mm. time I've seen millions of deer, but every time one walks through the yard, I have to stop and pause and and look at the deer. I mean, it's just, you know, or the rabbits or whatever. I've seen billions of them. You know what I mean? Right. And, it, and it doesn't matter because there's something, there's something that you don't have words for that yeah. is, is so beyond our scope of understanding. And I think about that too, a lot, like everything is just a microcosm of this infinite macrocosm. And like, you know, we're just, we're just sitting here on this globe floating in eternity, which just ponder that for, you can literally get lost 
in the pondering, yeah. in the contemplation of it, you know, and I, and I don't understand yet, like you said, how anybody can ever be bored in their life with, with, with anything, because everything seems like such a, a miraculous, you know, unfolding of interesting, unique, beautiful events. It's uh it's fascinating and it's so delicious right. and to not to not pause and sink your teeth into that wow you're just missing so much um i'm watching the time here so we got 10 minutes okay switch gears that was awesome and no i would have remembered that story you had not shared that, that one story. that's yeah. phenomenal <laughs> that is oh phenomenal. so check this i've gone i've gone thank you and i've gone back to the place because yeah. i hadn't been back since and I saw where I slept. I saw where I went. And I was gonna, again, you can't recreate that. Like some people are like, I wanna have a spiritual experience like that. Like I could not because I know that my car is right there. I know that I'm not gonna die. Or I know right. that I, you know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. it just didn't. Yeah. And it's just interesting that the first thing stripped was my physical ability, stripped. And when it is, then it's like, okay. What do you got for me? Like all of it just opened up and it just came in. I'm so happy I have those memories. Like I, it, it's yeah. just, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, that's so interesting because, you know, I, I interviewed somebody um, this, well, it was two parts last week and this week was the second part who is a professional wrestler, um, you know, just a, nice. the, the body of a Greek God, so to speak. Yeah. And, and his life was just, um, he was, he was living a life that, would tank most people and it and it and it all but and it all but killed him he he, he almost yeah. died he actually kind of died but then but the point of that is you know he was um he had an he had a weird i can't remember what it was but something happened um where there was a a disconnect and he basically was paralyzed from the neck down so here's a person that had the physique that that you know uh are, is out of a comic book character a superhero and lived yeah. his was an athlete his whole life um bounced around in the in the professional wrestling ring for 15 years you know wow. all about the all about the physicality everything was about the physical senses and you know the physicality of it and then it was all gone gone taken away yeah. amongst other things other tragedies and um it wasn't until everything was stripped away that eventually led him to his new path which is a spiritual a religious path um different than yours but still he got to a place that he knows he would not have gotten to had not all of those things that he relied on and depended on before if they would yeah. have, if he would have still had them, the likelihood of finding the kind of life and and awareness and relationship with something greater than himself uh, of that happening would have yeah. been slim to none. So it's right. just it's it's a very interesting um, process when you hear um, something about you know somebody that's had an experience like you've had where all of a sudden. You, you got nothing left to be but to rely on the the graces or the harshness of, of nature and something greater <laughs> and you know and a guide maybe it was your brother came to yeah. you and said don't worry about it you know go to sleep i'll get yeah. you there in the morning like, i sleep mean well <laughs> yeah just relax right. relax <laughs> very interesting like, yeah yeah so um okay in our last couple minutes Do you it. know we've talked about this before but i love it so much 
my hang, my dead hang is oh, nice. just like, I love it. And right now it's kind of hard because it's a, it's a, you know, a, a steel pole out in my garage. And yeah. I mean, it's been like 10 below the last few days. So the pole is Ooh. really cold, <laughs> but, but I run out there. You only have to be out there for a minute or two for me, like a minute and five seconds, you know, that's great. You know, for me. Yeah, I think so. Boy, uh, that's well, great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And, uh, and I usually just cause I'm hanging there anyway. So I just throw in some leg ups and do some ab work while I'm yeah. there. You can, I loved yeah. up multitasking. So I do that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm feeling quite good about that. I wanted to ask you because I love inversions. So I do handstands too against my, um, yeah. against the wall or against my door. Um, do you do those as well? Cause I don't think I've seen a video of you doing a handstand. Yeah. Hand. I like I like from the hands. I like handstands from the hands. It's just tougher. And anytime we have an exchange, we have the opportunity to put hands on the ground or use them. I, I love it. Um, I was obsessed there for a while uh, doing handstands, and now it's it's as a as an alternative to arms overhead. Um, mm -hmm. I'll do those. I'll hold a rock over my head. I have this 25 pound piece of jade or a 25, 20 piece of um, 20 pound piece of jade that I'll just mm. single arm hold up as mm. I walk sometimes. Um, okay. But absolutely love handstands. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's cool is you can't have, it's cool too. If you hold anything over your head, it's like with bouncing, mm -hmm. everybody talks about posture. And I don't think anybody knows what somebody else's posture is supposed to be. We only know what ours is supposed to be. So if you vertically transition body vertically and just bounce, your body will choose the line of best fit for it. It'll oh. pick the best. Another way is if you hold something overhead, your body will pick what's best for you. And the beauty part about both of those moves, handstands, pressing overhead uh, or bouncing is that it picks it, but you're training at the same time, new position. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like simplest way. If somebody has concerns about their posture, whatever that posture means, bounce, handstand, hold overhead. And then mm -hmm. scap is another hanging is another thing, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and cool. I, I like that. That's interesting. Um, yeah. especially though, because a lot of people have a fear of being upside down, of standing yeah. on their hands. They, they, they can't, they can't do it. Um, it's so understandable. So it's nice that there's some alternatives that are effective. Yeah. I like, I like the upside down. I like the, I like the reversing of gravity because, you know, we spend all day vertical and then we spend sure. hopefully seven or eight hours, you know, horizontal. So I like to spend a couple minutes, you know, absolutely, completely inverted. But, um, totally. but, but yeah, the, uh, it's interesting though, when I do a handstand and it's only, you know, you can, it's harder to breathe. So you stand, you know, you're standing there and you practice your breathing, which is really, it just feels really good. It's hard. So you keep doing it. And then interestingly enough, I get an adjustment standing on my hands, just breathing, which seems really weird, but it happens and it just, right. I don't know, I just feel so good. And I'm like, I gotta run this by you and see, cause I don't remember seeing any Tommy John handstand videos. And oh, yeah. like, I'm, I gotta, it's, you know. There's a there's a records board in my office and handstand is one of them. Um, Ooh, what's the record? Actually, let's see, let's see. So, uh, will the, is this video? Yeah. All right, so let's let's actually check this out because this could be cool for people yeah. too. Okay. All right, Ooh. so there's the total wall of function. Okay. And there's the record split by age groups. Everybody 
gets all upset at the age groups because they think there should be more divisions. <laughs> but I like I like that a 13 year old should and 39 year old should be compared. Um, yeah. So you'll oh, see awesome. handstand for our age group. Uh, two thirty. 2.30, 2 minutes, 30 seconds for our age group, for the okay. females. Okay, that now I have a goal. Thank you. Now so, I Lori, have a goal. If, you, yeah, if you beat 2.30, let me know, and I'll throw you up on the board, and we'll uh, we'll celebrate it. So I just need a quick video of you beating 2.30. If I beat 2.30, I'm flying to your location, <laughs> and I am going to do it live while you video and put it on the board. How's and we'll that go out for, for pizza. We'll go out for pizza afterwards. Totally. <laughs> we'll have pizza and not plain fucking water. How's that? That's it. Not plain fucking water. Root beers. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I have tons more, but we'll save it for another time. I'm Done. just delighted at how much fun this always is and full of fantastic info. Thank you for your time again. Of course. Um, so your podcast is Getting Naked with TJ, correct? Yep. Getting, getting Naked with TJ. Okay. Um, so people, that means you have to listen to the podcast naked, drinking yes. something other than water. So that's yes. the only way you can get access. Yeah. It, it won't, you won't understand the words coming through. It's like, right. it's like a peanuts teacher, peanuts gang teacher. <laughs> it's like wah, 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 unless you're naked, not drinking something, not water. Yeah. And preferably sitting out in the sun. So <laughs> <laughs> sunning your, <laughs> all right. So... That'd be a nice trend. I love right? it. And then your um, website, if anybody wants to find out more about you, is doctor, still drtommyjohn.com, right? I got to change it. I know. Because my name, my dad's name has been trademarked and everything else. So I got to find like Tommy John the third maybe and switch it over. Right, right. Because that's there. what your IG there. is, right? Tommy John the third yes. or three, right? Yeah. Okay. Tommy John okay. three eyes. Okay. All right. Everybody, uh, that's going to be a wrap. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I hope, if you're willing to come back for a number nine. Course, I'm going to find some sort of an award for you. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll bring it when I come to do the, uh, the handstand. I love it. Hands <laughs> I'm ready. I'll look forward to it. All right. Everyone, Thanks, check. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's a wrap, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me and TJ. Uh, share the show and spread the good shift around. Until next week, stay feisty, my friends. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And go make some epic shift happen in your lives. Oh, and for God's sakes, you too, Gary B. Please. Thank you. <laughs>